Get ready, it's time for Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the methods and technologies for driving growth. With your host, the voice of the Demand Gen industry, David Lewis. Thank you all for kicking us off and welcome everyone to Demand Gen Radio. You know, since this is our inaugural episode, here's the game plan for Demand Gen Radio going forward. Twice a month, we bring you top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. be great if you could spread the word to your network about DemandGenRadio.com, and if you hear something you like today on the show, give it a tweet at DemandGen. Today, I am joined by the legend himself, John Miller. Now, John is far too humble to call himself a legend, so just in case you were abducted by aliens this past decade uh, and don't know John's contributions, let me just quickly share that John was the co-founder of Marketo and one of the leaders in marketing automation systems, and after a wildly successful IPO, he has turned his attention to ABM and founder and CEO of Engageo, which is an account-based marketing platform which orchestrates outbound interactions across departments and channels, which we'll talk more about today. John is also author of multiple marketing books, including Engageo's Clear and Complete Guide to Account-Based Marketing and Marketo's Definitive Guide to Marketing Automation. And in 2010, the CMO Institute named John as a top 10 CMO for companies under $250 million. All this means, ladies and gentlemen, that he is the real deal, and it's an honor to have you on the show, John. Welcome, my friend. Well, thank you very much. A little humbled by that introduction, but very excited to be on the podcast, especially the first episode. Well, great to, great to have you, yes. And you know what? We'll look a year from now and have you back on the show, if not sooner. All right, well, let's jump in, John. Um, you know, the title of the session is, is ABM Everything. And um, I would love to start off with what was the genesis behind you starting Engageo? I founded Marketo, and that was an amazing experience. And for a very long time, you know, Marketo felt like my baby. And you don't leave your baby. <laughs> just, you just don't do it. Even though, so as it got bigger and bigger, even though I was sort of itching to be at a small company and experience a startup again, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere. But eventually, Marketo got big enough that it started to feel a little bit less like my baby and a little bit more just like a job. And that's what kind of unlocked the opportunity for me to feel like it was time to go do something new. I just had to find the right idea and the right category to be in. And I wanted something that was a big enough problem that you could build a big company around it, uh, but also something that wasn't being solved and I thought, and frankly, couldn't be solved by the current generation of marketing platforms. Right. thought about stuff in predictive analytics and in ad tech, but then Maria Pergolino from Aptis suggested that we should, I should do something in account-based marketing. And, you know, with that seed of an idea, I just realized that it was the perfect category to, to, to be in because uh, it met all the criteria I was looking for. And the fact that it was just on the cusp of exploding is just good timing, I think, mostly on my part. For sure. Uh, and, you know, and you um, walked in the shoes of marketers. You've built technology for marketers, you know, at, at Marketo, and you've marketed to those marketers, so you really know the pain points and know what we're all struggling with and, and trying to do at our at our businesses. So how are how are things going? Give us a business update. It's been a couple years now, and you launched the product, I think, officially last year. So how are things doing? It's been a pretty amazing uh, 16 months since we started this whole thing. Uh, we yeah we said we launched the product officially back in October, and have just crossed the 50 customer mark. 
that's going great. And, you know, these are, you know, large, you know, mostly technology companies, but, you know, 200 to 2,000 employees. And so traction, traction's good. Congratulations. That's, that's fantastic. And, um, thank you. What's, what's been the yeah, feedback I, that you're, that you're hearing from these customers in terms of the impact? Now, we have a number of customers ourselves that have launched the platform. We are, as you know, uh, using Engageo ourselves. But I'd love to hear from you as a collective, you know, what, what you're hearing now that you've had that kind of traction, which is phenomenal in the market. Yeah. Well, the, the first product is really about delivering the infrastructure that you need to just do anything that's account-based. You know, as you know, the, the marketing automation platforms like Marketo are not account-centric. Salesforce, you know, has this weird disconnect where the leads in Salesforce don't tie to your accounts. Uh, and it's, you know, there's a set of challenges that people have with the current infrastructure to just, that makes it hard to really approach anything with an account-centric lens. So the first product layers an account-centric infrastructure on top of your existing marketing and Salesforce infrastructure, and people love that, right? Because it's not that hard to get up and running, and lo and behold, in a week or two, you can now look at your accounts holistically. You can match leads to the accounts. You can understand which accounts are the most engaged, and you can measure which marketing programs are doing the best job of reaching the account. And people love that stuff. What's interesting, though, least that product, and then as we started thinking about kind of the opportunities for, you know, the next product and where we want to go with the category, our customers, you know, just kept talking about they wanted to not just analyze, but they wanted to do, right? They wanted to reach out to target right. accounts. Right. And when you ask them, well, what works? How are you most effectively reaching out to target accounts? What we heard wasn't buying ads, you know, or or running direct mail campaigns, even though those are important parts of the channel. What we heard is that the best way to reach out to your target accounts is to have a human call them or email them and or reach out socially. Right. And it was the sales development team primarily that was the front line in terms of connecting to the target accounts. And so we've actually increasingly realized that account-based marketing is the wrong name for this stuff, right? We're not talking about something that's just a marketing discipline. We're talking right. about something that is marketing and sales development and, frankly, ideally sales and perhaps even customer success, all working together in an orchestrated fashion in turn to run plays that reach out to your target accounts. And, and so, so we're actually increasingly not calling this account-based marketing anymore. We're calling it account-based everything to highlight the fact that words like ABM or account-based sales development, those perpetuate the silos between the departments. And what we really want is to break down the silo and bring everything together under an account-based umbrella. No, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant positioning strategy. I know in terms of people looking for account-based marketing, thought leadership and content and solutions, um, it's important that you're positioned in that category, but it's, it's brilliant in terms of the messaging that this is not just marketing that's responsible for targeting and working with accounts, especially when you think about the lower funnel, right? Because the lower funnel is such a huge part of companies' revenue. So you could think about, you know, account-based account -based marketing as a way to target your next customers and, you know, put into Salesforce that list that you want to target and use Engageo to track engagement across those targets 
But exactly like you're saying, hey, for the lower funnel, why not put a list together of who your customers are and track the engagement by your customers and do that cross-functionally? So great job on the positioning as always. You know, you can take John out of marketing, but you can't take the marketer out of John, I guess. So talk a little bit about ABM, you know, has been around forever, right? We've always done, you know, account-based selling and targeted selling and targeted marketing. The concept of knowing who you want to go after is certainly not new, but in the past year, just by Google search traffic alone, you can see that all of a sudden ABM is all the rage. What What's fueling that? Well, a couple of different things, you know, and again, I'm going to answer not just why ABM is so hot, but why everything account-based, you know, is so hot, because you also see a big spike in people talking about account-based sales development, right, <laughs> account-based sales. And all that kind of stuff. And I think what's fueling that are a couple of key trends. I think probably the biggest is that people are seeing declining marginal returns on the inbound marketing model. Yeah, you know, we saw this at Marketo, publishing yet another blog post, yet another ebook. It just doesn't move the needle. In a world where we've got to grow, right? And where we've got to grow not just by going after um, our, our new prospects, but going after uh, our existing customers, people are realizing that it, you know, fishing with a net where you don't care which fish you catch just it isn't an efficient way to be growing. And people are saying, all right, we need a way to reach out to the right people at the right companies, whether it's our existing customers, you know, or it's these larger deals that everybody kind of wants to get. And so as amazing as the demand gen content marketing inbound model can be, I think more and more companies are saying, you know what, it's not it. I need, that's one one tactic that can be part of my overall portfolio, but I need other tactics too. Right, makes sense. That, that's probably the get, biggest getting, one. Go ahead. Getting smart with your, your budget. Um, we're all under pressure always as marketers to make sure that we get an ROI for what we're, what we're doing and, and measure that. And so if the spray and pray model, you know, is, is costly, it's, it's the right approach to say, look, know who you want to have as customers and go after yep. those folks. You know what, John, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we have been talking with John Miller on account-based everything. And we're going to take a quick commercial break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if there's a great book on modern marketing? Well, there is, and it's called Manufacturing Demand, written by modern marketing guru David Lewis. It's the number one book on lead management, and guess what? It's yours for free today, right now, as a demand gen listener. In the book, David teaches you how to create your demand factory, how to align sales and marketing, how to set up your demand funnel, and he provides you blueprints of the best practices for lead scoring, lead nurturing, and marketing analytics. Plus, Manufacturing Demand gives you plenty of actionable tips and recommendations as well as real-world case studies for how leading companies are achieving tremendous results applying these very simple principles. As a Demand Gen Radio listener, you can download it for free. Just go to manufacturingdemand.com. Dot com, just like it sounds, manufacturingdemand.com. And if you forward slash VIP, you get a free copy. Don't wait. Grab your copy right now, manufacturingdemand.com forward slash VIP. Or pick up a hard copy on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. All right, let's pick things back up with David and his guest. Thank you, Paul. In case you're just tuning in to Demand Gen Radio, we are here with John Miller 
And we are not just talking about account-based marketing. We are talking about account-based everything. So welcome back. You know, John, just before we, we left, we were talking about, you know, how much the world of marketing is trying to get much more precision-based in how we're marketing to be more effective. And I know you've been on the speaking circuit quite a lot these days and would love to, you know, kind of hear for the folks that haven't had a chance to see you. Share what you're telling audiences about in case um, that information, you know, hasn't made its way out to the folks that are that are researching and learning about AB Everything. Sure. Well, I love to share practical information when I give talks. And so the, the, the crux of what I've been talking about recently is the methodology and practical tips for how you actually do an account-based everything strategy. And it really breaks down into a pretty simple process that I call who, what, where. And, you know, the, if you, to, to explain that, if you think about the traditional demand gen fishing with a net model, that starts with the what. It starts with the offer, like you have a white paper you want to promote. Then you go to the where. For example, I'm going to run an email campaign to promote that white paper. And then you finish with the who, which is, okay, what segment am I going to send this mail blast to? So traditional demand gen, what, then where, then who. Account-based everything flips that around to be who, then what, and then where. So you start with picking which are the accounts you want to go after. And actually, it's not just enough to pick the accounts but you also have to prioritize them into different tiers, like a tier one, a tier two, and a tier three. And then you have to build out your database with the right contacts for each of those target accounts. You're not waiting for them to come to you. You're reaching out to them. You obviously have to know who they are for each of your ideal buyer personas. Step two is the what. You're going to reach out to these people. You're going to knock on their doors. You'd better do that in a way that's relevant and resonant. The worst thing you can do is send a target account a key person at a target account, a generic templated message, right? It's so easy for them to hit the spam button. You've got to find a way to increase your, increase your odds, and you do that by having research and then being relevant when you reach out to them and then personalizing your interactions. Right. Now, the reason I talked about tiers a second ago, tier one, tier two, tier three, is because obviously your tier ones will get the most research and the most personalization, tier two a little bit less, tier three light research and personalization. And then the last step in the where process, these are all the tactics and channels that you can use to reach out to the accounts, whether it's SDRs doing email and phone and social, complemented by marketing with ads and direct mail and events and so on, and then even touches from your your executive team. And what you need to do is put together what we call plays. And a play is all about orchestrating across all your departments and across the channels your outreach to all the different people at the target account. And that's the methodology of the who, the what, and then the where. And then you obviously have to close the loop to measure what's working. And measurement is all about focusing on quality of the relationship and not just quantity of things like number of leads and number of interactions. So that's so, what I'm passionate about talking about today. Yeah, and it, may, it makes sense. You know, it's, it's a no-brainer that we should be targeting our marketing, right? So you're saying build a list of companies that you want to go after and, and break those into three tiers, and then build a list of the contacts that you want to have targeted within those accounts and uh, and pursue those. And then you talked just a little bit about the, the plays. So, um, you know, John... If everyone's listening right now and saying, this all makes sense, let's switch the conversation to what does it take to be effective at doing account-based everything.
hate saying this a little bit, but the number one thing you need to be effective is you need to have marketing and sales pretty well aligned. And the reason I hate saying that is because not every company has good alignment between marketing and sales. And I'm basically telling those companies that they shouldn't go buy my product yet until they get sales and marketing you know, aligned a little bit better. Alignment, I think, comes down at the core to a couple of key things. You know, and the first is agreeing on the target account list, right? And that alone, just that process of, of marketing and sales sitting down and saying, these are the accounts that we're going after. These are tier one, these are tier two, these are tier three. And then agreeing on, well, how much effort and what kind of effort are we putting into each tier? So, for example, tier one accounts are going to get this kind of marketing, but we're going to take them out of our generic nurturing, right? Marketing and sales agreeing on that. Tier two accounts, here's what we're going to do. Here, Tier three accounts, here's what we're going to do. If you can set that kind of alignment up front, that's the foundation for success. It's sort of like back in demand generation. Right. Remember, we used to tell people that marketing and sales should align on the definition of a qualified lead. Hey, that's exactly what I was thinking about. You know, <laughs> and then the SLAs on how you follow up. In ABE, it's aligning on the target accounts and the style of outreach you're going to use to each tier. Absolutely. And, but you know, you, you said, John, that maybe you need to have that alignment before you were to invest in a system like Engageo. And, and in all the experiences I've had with marketing automation, it is an enabler for alignment, and I find that as you, you know, you want to go into it with eyes wide open and, and make sure that sales and marketing know that you're moving into this modern marketing era and going to be getting marketing automation and doing this so it doesn't come as a surprise. But I sure. find in all the workshops that we've done, you know, operationalizing the demand funnel and coming up with the taxonomy uh, for the demand funnel, you know, that helps to align sales and marketing, especially when you t look at things like lead scoring and the workshops that, you know, my firm DemandGen will facilitate, um, you bring around great alignment and I, I imagine the same thing That's is happening with Engageo that you know it's a forcing mechanism to say hey listen if we could have the best set of customers in the world what customer set is that and why is that and start those conversations and then operationalize it in the CRM and in, in Engageo yep just two other quick points I want to make about kind of you know being effective I think another thing that's sort of pretty important foundational is for the company to agree on how you're going to measure account-based success. You know, and I alluded to earlier that the metrics are different, right? If, you know, you're measuring quality, not quantity. So if, if you embark on an ABE journey, but then you're still measuring marketing by number of leads, number of opportunities created, you know, nobody's going to be happy because if anything, the number of leads are going to go down, <laughs> right? But you're going to get better relationships with the accounts that you care about. You know, one of our customers, Insight Squared, leaned in hard on this, right? And they basically said, we are going to just completely stop having a lead-centric funnel, right? So no more, no more MQLs, no more SQLs, you know, all that. They threw all that out. Wow. And they've embraced MQAs, you know, marketing qualified accounts and SQAs, sales qualified accounts, where they've agreed on what does it mean for an account to be sales ready and then moving forward. And that's just a simple example of the kind of change that you want to be thinking about when you embark on this journey. And then the last piece of, I think, infrastructure you have to have or to be success is you need some basic infrastructure. And I alluded to this earlier. You know, Salesforce, the leads don't tie to accounts. And you have to find a way to connect the right leads to the right accounts before you can really do anything successfully in account-based everything. And you can use Engageo for that, or you can use another tool, or you can home grow it 
frankly, I don't care. What I care about is that when you log into Salesforce and look at an account, you see all the people, not just the contacts, because otherwise you're just, you know, you're not really thinking about the account from the account-centric lens. No, and I want to break that down a little bit just, just to, you know, for, for people who haven't used Engageo yet and you're so close to it, John, that gap that you're talking about in Salesforce is, is pretty big, and there's a number of gaps in Salesforce in terms of things that you said, you know, you got to either homegrown or use other solutions out there to address things like campaign attribution, uh, which we have solutions for. But the thing is to just paint it how it works, right? You've got your target account list in Salesforce that you've set up, and the way that you guys have done things in Engageo is saying, hey, listen, because we know that these are target accounts, that when a lead comes into Salesforce who works at that company, you guys are helping with the auto conversion and associating it with that company so that all the engagement is aggregated and brought together. And I think it's a beautiful approach to you know making sure that if you're tracking engagement that you're not sitting with these individual, independent, disconnected records in the lead bin uh, and, you know, the engagement that's happening with the accounts. If you had to have human behavior and, and sales or marketing, you know, move them over the fence from the lead object to the contact object, all this would fall apart. So you guys have really addressed that. And uh, just one thing I will say is you don't actually have to auto-convert. You can still leave it as a lead. And then what you can do is you can augment the lead record with all the data from the account object. So you get all the benefits, but if for some reason your process wants to keep them as leads, that's fine too. Awesome. Well, great, great progress so far. You know, I think the question I know I have on my mind, everybody has, especially your clients, what's, what's coming next? What's on the product roadmap and, and what does the, the rest of the year look like, at least that horizon? Sure. Well, I've alluded to our latest product. Uh, throughout this conversation, a product called Playmaker. Playmaker is the automation solution for orchestrating your outbound interactions across departments and channels. So it's a tool that the sales development team uses in conjunction with marketing to run plays, to reach out to your target accounts. Uh, this product is super, I mean, we are so excited about it. Um, and so I think, you know, what you'll see over the rest of this year is just more and more functionality you know, going into that product. A few years from now, you know, when people think about what it means to have marketing automation, they're going to be thinking not just about what marketing automation is today, but they'll also be thinking about how do I run outbound account-centric plays as well. Well, it's exciting to see the, the development that you have and the, and the product roadmap. I know your team has been growing like crazy. And like I said, you know, we are seeing Engageo show up and our clients and been helping with them. We've deployed uh, some instances at our clients and helped them be successful with it. And as you know, we said, you know what, we're going to do this for ourselves. So we brought Engageo in-house. And just like you said, John, it's really helped our sales and marketing team once again get back together and talk about who we want to have as customers. And really, to your point about account-based everything, it was maybe a week after we got some traction with you know, targeting net new customers that we said, you know what, let's start using Engageo for the lower funnel and engage with our clients and try to grow the value of those, which um, you know, there's tremendous value there. Well, I can't believe it. Our time is up, and that's going to do it for this episode of Demand Gen Radio. John, thank you so much for joining. And, folks, if you want to reach John or the Engageo team, you can check them out at Engageo.com or drop John an email at John at Engageo.com. And if you want to have a replay of this episode, you can uh, grab that at DemandGenRadio.com. And please do spread the word to your network about the new program and direct them to DemandGenRadio.com. I'd love to hear from you as well. If you have feedback for a topic or suggest a guest for the show, you can reach us at radio at demandgen.com. 
And lastly, be sure to join us for our next episode of Demand Gen Radio, which is going to be on August 4th. And we're going to be uh, here with Kate Sendrick, uh, who is a marketing leader, marketing expert, and even a Marketo Revy winner. And she's uh, the marketing operations manager over at CenturyLink, which is one of the largest telco companies in the world. And we're going to be talking about their transformation into modern marketing. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is your host, David Lewis, saying farewell and reminding you to make marketing matter most in your organization. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.